0: your head yo yo what's up everybody this is your main man Tech Supreme back with another episode of rent Free Tech Supreme episode 37 i'm pretty sure not 100 percent, but i'm pretty sure i got the number right this time episode 37 uh laissez uh bon toon rolet happy fat tuesday this is fat tuesday uh we're going to talk about that in a second hope everyone is doing well i am doing exceptional um it's been a crazy 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 uh week we had uh mardi gras and uh We had a friend in town, uh, Alexa and her puppy. We went went to go see it in Tampa. Uh, She came in town for Mardi Gras. It was a great time. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, Let's just start the show now. Start it off right. Um, One of the cool things uh, that I've been doing, which I talked about the last episode, but it's been a few weeks since the last episode, is uh, releasing music more consistently. I believe since uh, the last episode, I've released two new songs. The second one being Meant to Be, which is just a... Super dope, kind of electronic track with a really cool sample in it, a vo- vocal sample. I fell in love with it, and I was just I love how the whole thing came together. Um, definitely more on the electronic side, but I, I like showing that like that versatility, right? Like, so I'm not just gonna just do hip hop tracks and and whatnot. Like I can do other genres, so I like I like showing that off. Um, and the track I re- released last week was Night Terrors. And all right, so full disclosure: the purpose, the the inspiration behind Night Terrors is another song that I heard on a, I think it was like an Instagram ad. And I did the research, find out who who actually did the song. It was called uh, Avs, Queen, uh, is it Queen Avs? Um, Pumpkin by Queen Avs, I think is the name of it. I really, really like that song. Um, It was an instrumental track. Um, And I didn't, of course, you don't wanna, as a producer, you don't wanna copy, but you can be inspired. And one thing I noticed about Pumpkin Queen by Aves is that it was written in three, four time signature. And I have never done a song in 3-4. Uh, most music uh, is consistently 4-4. Four, four. Like 1-2-3-4, 2 3, four, two, three four, you know, 2-2-3-4, 3-2-3-4, 4-2-3-4. But 3-4, uh, which is also called Waltz, is 1-2-3, 1-2-3, 1-2-3. And I love that idea. And uh, Night Terrors wasn't the first track that I did in that time signature. Um, leading up to it, I tried another track and it just didn't really work, didn't really, didn't really flow. But when I landed on Night Terrors... Um, it, it was, it was perfect. Um, so, and I, I'm really happy about that one now because the consistency is helping the growth of the Spotify, which is what I'm focused on. Um, I started with 15 monthly listeners and I think I'm now at 35, so I've already more than doubled my monthly listeners, which I think is dope. So we're going to keep it going. And I think this Friday, I know this Friday, I have a new song, uh, coming out which if i can't remember the name of it right now um give me one second because that's how bad sometimes like you're doing so many things that like you forget there's very simple things and that's one of them uh but your love and i really like your love that is full-on future base edm uh which i'm gonna i'm going after this release i'm gonna go back to like some some something rap but also when you're making instrumentals it's a little bit harder to do rap and hip hop and, and trap um, like that genre of instrumental because they're made to be songs. Like for me, like it's hard to I can make an electronic song or even a lo-fi hip hop song or something. I can make it have more movements. And normally when I when I cook up something that I think an artist would be on, I structure it for that artist, which I, I'd strip down a lot of instruments. And I want to make sure that each part is definable hook, you know, verse hook, verse intro outro I want to make sure they're definable with with electronic music and making instrumentals you want to make sure that the listener is having a a, an easy ride through the whole thing and for me I think it causes a little bit more transitions uh than you normally would put in so like that's why there's not been I haven't out of the four I've done only really one of them has been kind of hip-hoppy um and that that even to me wasn't hip-hop it was more like a Keytronada inspired that was the first one um the other side so anyway, I'm having a great time doing this. I'm gonna keep doing it. Um, I just got Ableton 12 on beta. I think anyone who has like Ableton 9, 10, 11, got the beta now. Uh, I'm so I'm gonna delve into this after I do this actual podcast. Uh, so super excited about that. If you get a chance, go tech, search Tech Supreme wherever you listen to the music, Apple Title, Spotify, YouTube Music, and it's also on YouTube in video format. So super excited. I'm super humbled by how many people are listening to stuff and like giving me feedback and. I love it all, and I appreciate it, and it gets me closer to who I believe I am, which is, you know, like, the music consistency is what I've been doing since I was, like, 15. Uh, So the years that I didn't, that's the deviation. So I'm happy where I am right now musically. Um, Okay, next topic, moving right along. The wonderful Super Bowl was this uh, past weekend, uh, which, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs won. And I have been rooting for Kansas City Chiefs ever since we kind of lost the Rams. Well, we didn't kind of, we lost the Rams and I've been kind of rooting for them because around that time, it's probably been longer. Um, But, you know, Patrick Mahomes has been Patrick Mahomes. I don't understand the hate that Kansas City has for St. Louis and vice versa. If we're both Missouri, um, like cities, we should probably not hate each other. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't make sense. It's giving crabs in a barrel, which, you know, like the, the mentality in St. Louis has always been that, but like for us to hate each other now, like we don't have a football team there's another missouri team that's, that has a dynasty yeah i'm gonna root for that team um just because i don't know like there's it's the kansas city and st louis they're probably more alike than they're different i mean they're definitely different but like we're midwest we're in the same state and we're all we're both blue in a red state um there's i don't know we there's no reason to hate each other i think it's stupid uh i got people in kansas city and i think they're fantastic I've been to Kansas City a few times, not a ton of times. I've probably been to Chicago more, but I've liked Kansas City every time I've gone. Uh, I don't understand why I can't be a Chiefs fan. Well, I, to be honest with you, you can be whatever fucking fan you want to, uh, period. Like, there's people who are currently Jets fans. Like, you could be a fan of anything you want, you know? Um, did, did I, was I rooting for Chiefs the whole playoffs? Yeah, I was. But then I also wanted, I'm also the type of person who, like, Patrick Mahomes has cemented his legacy already, right? Uh, but I, w- I would have liked to see Lamar Jackson get a little further. And even, it's you know, I wouldn't have been mad if Brock Purdy would have got, got a chip, which would have been way too—it uh, would have been a great story. So, like, that's how you know the NFL is—people say the NFL is scripted, maybe. I don't think it is because if that was the case, the, the, the person who has who makes 700000 a year has, has a roommate and he's a rookie or a second-year player and got last pick in the NFL draft, wins the Super Bowl, that's a great story. Uh, So, like, I don't know. And then the fact that everyone's all upset about Taylor Swift and she only got 54 seconds of screen time, which it's Taylor Swift and she's dating a starter. I get it. That's crazy. So I don't understand like all the discourse and this and that. It was a boring game. The first half, second half was fantastic. Uh, They they basically San Francisco kind of fumbled it by not putting away the Chiefs. You can't leave Patrick Mahomes time like that you can't like the best way to beat Patrick Mahomes is to not let him be in the game is that means basically dominate control the offense they didn't do that then like the San Francisco players um, after the game embarrassingly said that they never even knew the play the, the overtime rules that's such a failure on the staffing coach and the players know the rules they should have they very much should have kicked the ball to Kansas City and then responded because now you have three downs and out three downs and field goal and now they have the opportunity to go four downs because like now they know it's all or nothing. Like if I don't get this at least field goal or this touchdown, it's all or nothing. So you put yourself in a bad position by A, not knowing the rules, B not communicating the rules, and C not executing defensively, which is what happened in overtime. But it was a hard fought win. The scary thing is, I don't think Kansas City had a great team this year, which is even more alarming that they they won the whole the whole thing. They had a struggle season. Um they but they know they know the pressure. And that's that's the, org- the organisation knows the pressure. That's different. San Francisco, this organization, they don't, they haven't been there, right? Like these there are probably new people in position. But Kansas City, this is the third, what, third one in five years? The, the, and this is his, his sixth season. The first season he only played one game. It's crazy. Yeah. So shout out to Patrick Mahomes and the entire organization, Andy Reid, uh Travis Kelsey. Um they're definitely trading Tony, that Tony guy. He's getting traded. And they're going to have to shake it up a little bit. But, I mean, the momentum they have and the energy they have, that's, it's crazy. So I expect them to to do go well in the, in the NFL for a few more years, especially because Kelsey is coming back next year. If they didn't have Kelsey, that would be a, a huge, uh, like, morale dropper. But they do. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, moving on, Soulard Mardi Gras, my favorite. Uh, I literally, like, I, I know winter's coming And every time it gets cold outside, I get excited for Mardi Gras. St. Louis, Soulard, Mardi Gras is special, it's different. It's a good time. There's thousands upon thousands of people. Uh, The one thing that happened this year that I thought was interesting. Well, let me talk with the flattering part. So, you know, I I lost It's All Cap about a year and a half ago and um, it's been not as the easiest process. And I'm learning a lot about business and how I move in business and I love the journey and I looked up one, uh, during Mardi Gras and everyone around me, every person around me, except for one person <laughs> had on an it's all cap hat. And that was so flattering to see. I got a lot of good pictures cause like it was, a, it was just so dope to see like the, that level of support and love. And like, it's not even, it extends past buying a hat. It's like, these are the people like they, they want to hang out with us. They want to kick it with us and they want to have good times with us, and they, they're always so, like, um, just caring and loving. It's a such a wonderful group of people that I've met, and I met them all through Jack Nolan's, which is a bar restaurant in Soulard, and these are some really awesome people from all different walks of life, and they're so supportive, and it just, there's no drama. It's a great group of people, and that's kind of who we're kicking it with all day uh, Saturday at Soulard Mardi Gras, uh, until we went to this place called The Hi-Hat, and the owner, he's also he's so awesome patrick the owner of hi-hat he's just a fantastic human being he was um when i walked up he seems like he was kind of in a freak out mode he had rented the stage a stage and like a little sound system and i I mean little sound system i think it was just one speaker um and the people that were performing left and they were supposed to be there till five they left after an hour that's very very hard to, to to acquiesce to in the middle of being on russell which is literally the if not the first, the second most popular street in Mardi Gras. I'm talking about that's where everyone congregates. You like so we have a golf cart, we drive it down. You can't drive your golf cart down Ninth Street, and you can't drive it down Russell. That's how many people are out there. So he was like, he knows I do music, and he knows I I've done entertainment stuff. So he's like, yo, can you hop on the mic and say something? I you know, like fuck, I don't know what to do. So I grab the mic and I start speaking, and I and I looking I'm looking around because that type of stuff doesn't bother me. Like I don't care about talking in front of people. Like I'm I. I'm an introvert and it does like drain me a little bit, but like I don't give a shit. Like it's just I have a microphone, I have control. I'm gonna say something, you really can't say anything back. So I I I've I got passed by that that stage fright thing like many, many, many years ago. And uh so I I start talking and I'm looking around, I'm talking to people in the crowd, I'm like, there's no music. I was like, hold on, hold on, y'all. I turned to Pastor, he's like, yo, I can run home, grab a cord, and I can play music off my cell phone, it will be better than nothing. He's like, Are you sure? Like I was like, dude, it's nothing. I, it's I, we live in the next neighborhood. I got the golf cart right around the corner. It's nothing, so I hop on the golf cart, get the thing, come back. I then I draw. I did. I did do this. I did drive the golf cart through Russell to get back there. But you know, I'm on a different mission. So they, everyone, everyone's pretty cool about it. Like no one, no one cut eyes. Maybe a couple people cut eyes, but everyone was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's all good." So I get up there, and now here's the the security, and the kitchen like head kitchen guy. They are hosting now. Like they have the microphone. They're hosting. I'm plugging up my cell phone i play songs off my spotify for two hours now the cool part is maybe uh one or two songs that may have like like lost a little momentum but then i switched them out really fast because like you got to read the crowd so like if i play a song i think is gonna work and it doesn't work i'm gonna get out that song after the first verse and then like it's like nothing ever happened almost um but the energy of the crowd was great for the entire two hours like people were dancing twerking having a good time ended up being on VOTP, which is voice of the people news, which is like this hood uh, Instagram account that like follows everything that happens in St. Louis, like crime wise, but they were there and they were filming. And the next morning I saw that they had like posted a scene of me playing Cardi B and people dancing and twerking. It was awesome. If I had my equipment, it would have still been, it would have been way better, but it was great now. Like the song selection was there. I was playing songs that I like personally wouldn't know like normally like listen to, but I knew it would work in that situation. The one thing that annoyed me is the request. Now, I get it. I'm on a cell phone, but I still know how to DJ. I know how to blend songs. I know how to play crowds. I know how to DJ through and through. I'm not The only thing I'm not is a scratch master. I can scratch, but I know people who are fucking scratch mas- masters. That's not me. So that, you know, that would have been a, a better show if I'm blending records. But it was spot on great. But people just kept giving me requests. One person gave me a request. I looked at him. I looked at the crowd and I said, fuck yes. I played it immediately because it made sense. 90%, 90% of requests do not make sense. It's something that you want to hear, sure, but is that going to work for the crowd? Uh, a young lady gave me a suggestion uh, that worked. It was a Travis Scott, and I just I never heard it, and I just wanted to hear some Travis Scott. So I was like, yeah, I'll play it. And it, it worked, for sure. Um, but most of the other suggestions, they, they just, like... For one, I'm right behind the only speaker, so I can barely hear you, so that's annoying as fuck, as is. And then it's just like, I'm not going to stop what I'm doing and look up your song. And there's no reception. That was another challenging part. There was a part there was a point where like, I'm sitting there standing and the music stops and everyone looks at me and I'm like, you see, I'm just standing here. It's because there's so many people that your cell phone will stop working. A lot of the songs I was playing, I already had saved on my phone. I don't, because through traveling and whatnot and, and flying, I'll offline songs or whatever, like certain playlists. And I just happen to have a lot of those on my phone. Um, but it, that the, that was the challenging part was the reception part but, and the request but besides that it was awesome I turned to Patrick was like next time just hire me uh, which you know he probably won't I don't know uh, but it would be cool if he did Let's, that's, so basically that's the second time I DJed in Mardi Gras the first time was a few years ago at Jack Nolans which is the last time they actually had Mardi Gras open for Jack Nolans and I had hooked up DJ Epic to do the set Um, through the rela- you know through relationships they asked me if I knew someone I said yeah I got a perfect guy he brought spontaneous mix, who's an awesome, awesome DJ as well. And then they, they let me rock for an hour, which was fantastic. I killed that shit too. Uh it got me in my, my DJ bag a little bit. I felt like maybe I feel like maybe I should hop back on it. If you look over my right shoulder, my DJ equipment is right here. So like I stay current with my equipment. And I, you know, I, I don't know. Some maybe something I'm thinking about, especially now that I'm I'm getting full swing ahead back into this music business here and everything is going well in that regard. So maybe it's time to maybe start sprinkling some DJ sets in there. We'll see. But anyway, Happy Fat Tuesday. Uh, the name of this episode is, uh, I actually forgot how to, Laissez Les Pom. Is it Les Pom? Uh hold on a second. Yeah, Laissez Bon Tumpe les Laissez Bon Tumpe Rolais. Now I spent most of Friday figuring out how to say that. And I'm going to remember it one day completely, but that's the name of this episode because today's Fat Tuesday. Uh, will I be celebrating Fat Tuesday? No, absolutely not. Uh, I might go get some Cajun food tonight with Aaron, my wife. But I'm not drinking or anything like that. I need a break. It was a lot of fun this past weekend. But for me, like, if I have too many days of having fun like that with drinking, I have to not drink for a while. It's just, it, it fucks up my sleep cycle. It fucks up with your body. It fucks up with your biome. It's, drinking is cool. I'm not opposed to it, but I can't do it too much like other people I get burnt out on it and, like, I need breaks from it. Um, so uh, it won't be any, like, crazy Fat Tuesday celebrations for me, but we will get some Cajun food. That's my only plan. Uh, the worst part about all this, because you have Mardi Gras Friday, you have Super Bowl Sunday, you have Fat Tuesday, uh, and then tomorrow is fucking Valentine's Day. Now, I'm fortunate enough that my wife is knows I love her, and we love each other, and we don't have to do these commercial celebrations of our love. We don't need to do flowers and chocolates and this and that. So we're not gonna be doing anything for Valentine's Day. I just feel like this this month is flying by and January didn't. And January was busy, but for some reason we're already halfway through uh, the shortest month of the year. But now, since it's a leap year, it's only a couple days short. But Valentine's Day is here, what the fuck? It's like, I just just looked up and now it's here. And it's crazy. Uh, And then March we have St. Patrick's Day, which is always a big deal uh, for us. Shout out to some of my homies. I won't name them to blow up their spot, but they always invite me to do parades, the St. Patrick's Day parade um, downtown and Dogtown, which I normally do. I uh, will have to. I have to make a hat ASAP to sell to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. My last name is an Irish last name, so there is some Irish leniency there. Uh, definitely the slave masters, uh, which sucks, but that's it. Is what it is. Uh, so I'm looking forward to St. Patrick's Day next month, and I guess the way time is moving, it'll be here before I fucking know it. Um, in other big news, uh, Killer Mike won a Grammy last week, or about a week or so ago, uh, for Best Rap Album. He won three all together. Uh, best Rap Album, Best Rap Performance for Scientists and Engineers, and another one that I can't remember right now. Um, and shout out to Killer Mike. I have met Killer Mike. Uh, his best friend, and tour DJ, is someone I've known for many years from St. Louis. Uh, he's a great guy, DJ Trackstar, Trackstar the DJ, and... It couldn't happen to a better person. Killer Mike is like one of the nicest celebrities I've ever had the opportunity to meet and, and talk to and hang out with. Uh he's just he's with me happy birthday sometimes. Like it's a it's it's surreal to be to know a legend like that. I listened to Killer Mike when I was in high school. Like not high school, but college, like early college. Um, I think that's when Whole World came out, and that, that verse was absolutely insane. He stole the show. His albums, uh, Pledge of Allegiance to the Grind, 1, 2, and 3. Um, I even I became a big fan of S.L. Jones through him. Killer Mike has always been consistently just an amazing rapper, an amazing person. Um, get, he gets involved. He uses his voice for for the right reasons. And he gets a lot of flack, um, erroneously, but that's the type of, li- like, the, the world we live in. like if he he took a picture with someone and then people would get mad about that like people get mad about anything they want to cancel you for anything and he really is such a stand-up guy that like it's it's i get angry when i see it like that's how good of a person he is i'll never forget i was in new year's eve um reaction in chicago and uh the reason i was there uh because it was a huge edm festival and that's what i was on but uh this i think this was the second year that i went first year the headliners was uh Dead Mouse and Skrillex, so that was crazy. And the next year, there was another headliner, but there's like multiple rooms, but in one particular room, the headliner was Run The Jewels, which obviously I'm gonna go, like I have literally met them, went on tour with them. Uh, But the the act before that was Cherub with, if you know me, you know that Cherub is one of my favorite bands. I've met them numerous times. And I was backstage talking to Jordan, which is the lead singer of Cherub. And I'm not sure if he remembers me or not. I think the year after that, he actually uh, like walked up to me and talked to me, but I still not sure if he remembered me, uh, but I'm standing there talking to him and he go, he, he's about to leave, walk out and all of her son, I hear yo, tech, and I'll turn around and it's Killer Mike. He's like, I would recognize those soldiers anywhere. And that was just such an awesome moment for me. Cause like, I'm a fan, like I'm a Killer Mike fan. Uh, one of the things that uh, also is like super annoying about this is the young people, like no one knows who he is. And it was like one guy in particular, and I don't know his name, and I, if I if I knew his name, I wouldn't say his name. He, uh, you know, got on He's a, a white dude who does hip-hop reviews on TikTok. And he got on there talking about, we don't know who, no, no one knows who Killer Mike is. And like, his whole entire audience said, what the fuck are you talking about, basically? Uh, young people always have these outlandish opinions, and it's based off of ignorance. Now, when I say ignorance, meaning the lack of knowledge. If you're going to be a hip-hop reviewer, especially a white person in a predominantly black space, do your homework. Do your research. It's not that hard to find out who Killer Mike is. You should already know who Killer Mike is if you do hip hop. Otherwise, you're doing pop music. You're doing cookie cutter shit. You're not doing real hip hop. You're just not. Uh so shout out to Killer Mike and that Grammy. It was pretty awesome. Uh, moving on, and I, I this is longer than I expected this episode, but it's all good. You're still here. I'm still here. We're doing it. Um, one thing that I started, we started last, I think last week, uh, was solo date night. So every now and again, I'm not going to do once a week. Maybe I go on a solo date night. Now, the reason being is because when you live with someone, you coexist with someone, it's good. It's healthy to have time apart. It's healthy to not be under each other all the time. I have the luxury of working from home. I have my own companies. My wife has a job. So when she comes home, she wants to be home. When she comes home, I've been home all day. So that's another that's one uh, interesting dichotomy, right? Like a. uh I don't know the proper term, but sometimes there's a stretch of she comes home. I'm home. I, she's never alone. So she wanted some alone time. And I thought the perfect way to do that is for you to get your alone time and for me to get over. Cause I have a fear of going out by myself. It's for me to go out by myself. Now, can I go to the movies by myself? I prefer it. I have movie tickets tomorrow to see Madam Webb. I'm going to talk that about that last, uh, last topic. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I, I'm scared to go out to a bar or restaurant by myself. Uh, so this is helping me get past that because it's healthy to do things by yourself. It's healthy to be alone. It's healthy to have alone time. Uh, and I also enjoy getting over this fear of mine. So it, we did it last week. It might have been the week before that we did it. It, it was fun. It was fine. Um, it was really cute. She texted me and said she misses me, and I, I that made me happy. And I, I think I was talking to someone, and they saw that, and I said that, and she was like, oh, that's so sweet. But, you know, uh. Yeah, I like it. So I'm going to keep trying to do it. And I'm only going to go places that I feel comfortable in, of course. Like, that would be stupid if I didn't. Um, at least while I'm working on getting past this fear of being of going out alone. But it's really fun. And I advise you if you're in a relationship to maybe try to carve out some solo time because that shit's healthy. Um, also, what's healthy was couple date night. Uh, one thing that me and my wife, Erin, did a couple of weeks ago was we went and got manicures and pedicures. Episode 36, I talked about getting my nails done. Now I got my feet and hands done and I loved it 100%. Was I uncomfortable? Yes, I was the only man there. When I was in Tampa when we did it, I wasn't the only guy there. Guys were walking in. Uh, At this one, it was way more streamlined. It was way more people. It was way more women. And I I absolutely felt uncomfortable at first, Uh, but then they gave me a Bud Light, which I drank as they massaged my feet. I'm not ticklish, so it didn't bother me. And they fucking did my toes. It was fantastic. Um, Now did I almost bust my ass? Going from the uh, pedicure chair to the manicure chair, I hope I said it the right way. From the toe chair to the hand chair, uh, and they gave me the little slippers that I almost fall completely. Absolutely, that would have been mortifying. I caught myself, thank God, um, but that would have been a fucking embarrassing moment. Uh, but I left there thinking, or I even said to Aaron like, oh, this is what y'all be doing all the time, getting pampered and getting like, you know, getting your feet rubbed and shit, and your legs rubbed. It was fantastic. It was very relaxing. It was a great date night. I think we we went to dinner afterwards. It was a great night. So men. Also, I didn't put this on the topics, but I'm glad I just remembered this because a couple days ago on Black Twitter, if you don't know what Black Twitter is, Google it. There was a huge discourse about like dudes getting their nails painted because this guy was like, y'all sitting here judging me, getting my nails done, but chicks I talk to like it, all this shit. And all the dudes were like, oh man, it's home, it's gay, it's this, it's that. And obviously I don't think it is because my sexuality isn't tied to paint on my fingers I don't know what to tell people like what you there's only one way to be gay (laughs) as a man that's to like men like that's it bro like that's it so I could put on makeup I could put on a dress that don't mean I don't mean I like men (laughs) like that's so it's so simple bro but I guess it comes with insecurity I guess because some people generally think that if you do that, and like, as you can see, I got my nails painted. If you do that, you like men, if that's how they feel, that's crazy. That means your threshold is way lower. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like a little paint on my nails don't mean shit. Like, <laughs> you know, like that's crazy. And um, it is what it is. But men, don't be ashamed to take care of yourself. I honestly did not know that my nails and my, my toes getting done could be a source of confidence, but it is, man. Like, I, lo- I love how it looks. I love how it makes me feel. Just cause it's clean. Like I look clean. I like being clean as is. I trim up. I do this things. Even though I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix this. Grow the beard back. Beard back. Um, so I'm gonna look rough for a little bit. But you know, like that's why I shave my head every two days. It's like I care about my appearance, and this is an extension of that. I'm gonna keep doing it. Um, and I'm gonna build up the confidence, which is coming soon, to do the whole hand. I think I might do that next. To be honest with you, cause like, who, like who the gifts if like, what are you gonna check me? I'm fucking. Another thing that happens when you're older, you start stop caring about what people think. And that's a that's another thing. A lot of people are still insecure because they might be mentally younger. There's a lot of people who are older who were like, you know, have this old way of thinking and they think it's all it's all weird and you know, you paint your nails and then you like men. Like they're stuck in their ways, they can't evolve. And that's what it's all about. It's about evolving and like understanding yourself. And when you get older and you start realizing like all those, all those like cares and worries and stuff, it goes out the window. Now, that goes back to me even doing solo date night. Like, I, I, wor- I used to worry too much about what people think. I used to not be able to go to movie theaters by myself until Indiana Rome. He was like, yo, that's the best way to go. And I tried it once. I was like, yo, it's, it's fire, bro. It's, it's So, but it took me a while to get comfortable mentally with, with the optics of it. But now I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. I'll go anywhere now sit down by myself. I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. Learning, is. I'm learning to <sighs> madam webb last topic i'm gonna go see it tomorrow i'll let you guys know what i think next episode uh my homegirl shell went to the premiere last night in la she said she likes it i though she you know i i asked her as soon as i saw that she went to the, the, the premiere like what do you think she's not a diehard comic books fan but she said it was a solid movie it's getting rated bombed right now but i only think because it's sony and everyone thinks it's bad i mean i went to the theaters to see mobius so i'm gonna go see madam webb I don't even know much about the character. I haven't seen the trailer. I'm actually going to go and try to enjoy myself and not worry about all the Sony discourse and shit like that. Um, I can't talk about Madam Web and not talk about Deadpool trailer. Super excited about Deadpool 3. I do notice that uh, the things that they're going to do in Deadpool 3 is going to be very similar to to She-Hulk, the series. And that got slammed mostly because of men hating women. And because uh, I think She-Hawk was incredible. One of my first comic books was a She-Hawk comic book. So I've been a she fan, Jennifer Walters fan my whole life. Uh, so uh, they're going to have the same type. Of, in the comic books, Deadpool and She-Hawk have the same type of sense of humor. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot of um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for. I don't know. Um, I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but there's going to be a lot of uh, contradictions. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, responses to when Ryan Windows does it versus when. Um, the character who plays She-Hawk does it. Um, so that's going to be sad, but, uh, I'm excited for Deadpool. I think it's going to be awesome. And Wolverine's going to be awesome. The TVA is in it. That's going to be awesome. I mean, you can't, you know, they have a good thing going. It's the third movie for Deadpool and it's the first time in the MCU. It's going to be diffy. I'm super excited to see it. That's it. That's the episode. I got to get out of here. Uh, again, Tech Supreme here, rent free. Thank you for listening. If you are on YouTube and you're watching this, hit the subscribe button and hit that like button. It helps me grow, and that's what we're all about. Uh, I just now realized that my overlay on um, on my screen for YouTube has both logos on it, the old logo and the new logo. Uh, so, hey, if I didn't notice it and I'm recording, I'm looking right at it, and maybe you won't. I don't know. But anyway, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, I'll see you next week or next time on... Rent free with me, Dex Supreme. Peace and good fucking night. Red free. Red free. Red free. Lives in your head, red free. Red free. Red free. Red free. Lives in your head, rent free.